It's been just over a week since Canadians were advised to self-isolate and practice social distancing. As we see global cases rise, countries look to follow in the steps of Italy and France and to enforce city-wide lockdowns on their citizens. But as lockdowns seem imminent across multiple different countries, China lifts the lockdown off the city of Wuhan, the epicenter of the outbreak. It's hard to know how the near future looks in these unprecedented times, but we can all do our part and prevent the escalation of cases and prevent the collapse of our healthcare system. Stay informed, wash your hands, and stay home, even if you're not showing symptoms. The infection rate is estimated at 2.5. Each infected person spreads the virus to an average of two or three people. This number may seem small, but the global cases has been increasing at an exponential rate. On March 19th, the World Health Organization released a report stating that it took three months to reach 100,000 cases worldwide. But only 12 days later, that number doubled to 200,000 cases. And only four days after that, the number reached 300,000. In Canada, we have one hospital bed for every 500 people. It's important we do our part by staying home and reducing the chance of spread. I am Dylan Moore, and these are the COVID Diaries. As most of us continue to stay home, so many people are finding ways to keep busy. Many artists turn to giving music lessons through video calls, some are putting on live virtual concerts, and others are singing together. Imagine there's no heaven easy if you try no hell below us you, you get the point but how is the heavy metal community faring i was once a certified metalhead refusing to wear any shirts unless they showcase some of my favorite bands and while i drifted away from metal music over the years i had one question today does boredom inspire music even if that music is so driven by aggression and emotion? Are metalheads able to mosh and headbang during a virtual concert? I decided to call up Colin Sterling. He is the host of a radio show and YouTube channel called Thrasher's Paradise. Having interviewed metal bands from all over the world, I knew he was the guy who could answer my question. Hello there. Hey, Colin, can you hear me? Yes, I like many of us, Colin felt the repercussions of this pandemic pretty quickly. How has it affected you? Because I know you worked at... Um... Switch LA, yeah. Uh, I'm officially laid off till this whole thing blows over. They basically said, due to this, I'm being laid off. It's just going to be all the managers in now. So until this whole thing blows over, I am currently just basically stuck at home. Thankfully, Colin is living at home with his parents. I decided to see if this new abundance of free time has been a nice break. Honestly, yeah, it's been really nice, you know, this week, just having this week off. Thankfully, school doesn't start back up till next week. So it's been nice to have kind of a, another regrouping week just to relax, get back to normal. I just got into a relationship with a new girl. So, you know, that's been really nice to spend some time with her, get to know her a bit better and just, just it's just nice, you know. I never considered new relationships blooming during this time of quarantine. What if things didn't work out? 
Would you then be forced to live in the same household as your now ex? Me and my girlfriend were already sleeping on opposite sides of the bed, and that was putting a strain on things. And we were a product of months and months, specifically 17 months, of bonding. How has this pandemic affected their new relationship? And how did they have to adapt? How is dating in a new relationship in this time during a pandemic? Is it is it tough? Um, no, I, well, <laughs> well, she's met both my parents now, so I guess it's, it's, it kind of made that a bit easier. But no, besides that, it's, uh, it's been okay, you know. We've just been hanging out at my mom's house. Basically, the majority of the time, just hanging out. She's been getting to see me in front of my family, and she gets to see what I'm like with my little brother and stuff. So, you know, I think that's better than just going out for dates. Oh, I hear someone in the background. Yes, that's her. Oh, hello. Hi. Spending time getting to know one another? Having to talk instead of eating silently at a restaurant fills me with anxiety especially since she was, in fact, in the same room as Cullen. Worried they may both turn on me at any moment, I changed the topic and asked him to describe Thrasher's Paradise. Thrasher's Paradise is a YouTube channel radio show. Well, no longer a radio show until this whole thing's over, but it's a YouTube channel where I basically try to interview as many local and independent Canadian metal bands as I can to help and try to get their name out there because not a lot of people give them a chance or even shine a light onto the independent scene so I figured why not be the guy that does that and during this time it's actually been perfect you know getting to do a lot of Skype interviews with those bands actually Josh Fairlake did a big thing where we interviewed a Italian metal band the other day who signed to one of the bigger name record labels in all of metal are they living in Italy right now they are living in Italy right now and it was just a nice little interview to do trying to get their perspective on this because I know their borders are all shut down and they're very, it's very bad for them right now with this whole coronavirus going on and just talking to the guy. It's pretty funny because he's like, yeah, well, looks like the new album will be out sooner (laughs) than expected. With much more time for projects, the worry of Thrasher's Paradise, the podcast being a thing and somehow competing directly with me set in. I had to see what was going on. Yeah, no, it's just, that was really just, a good time to be talking to these bands because now basically all they really do have time to do instead of just passing the time by watching movies is writing new music for upcoming albums and stuff. The plan is to do as many interviews as I possibly can with as many bands as are open to it as possible. I don't know how long this pandemic is going to be, but this right now is the perfect time to just get on the computer and Skype call bands from all across our nation just to see what they're doing, how they're surviving, and all that important stuff, you know? I think of other podcasts I've listened to. How many had interviews? I couldn't think of any, which meant I was safe for now. A lot of my good friends in metal bands have had to cancel, like, shows because of this, so they're heartbroken with that and have to try and rearrange now their new shows, but the the main thing for them is just staying in, relaxing, trying to promote their stuff the best they can during this hard times. Like one of the websites that they use is called Bandcamp. And yesterday, Friday, March 20th, Bandcamp did a thing where for the whole day you could purchase any band CDs digitally 
or physical copies, merchandise, and all that stuff. And you and a hundred percent of all the profits went towards the band because usually Bandcamp takes ten to fifteen percent of the sales. But during this time, they understand that bands aren't going to be performing and doing a bunch of their typical stuff. So it's just nice to see that that site was able to do that for the band. While self-isolating does give endless amounts of free time to write music, I assumed metal was always inspired by anger and aggression. Like watching someone litter, or watching your neighbor's dog poop on your lawn for the third time today. Yet, if metal bands are going to write music now, they'd be motivated by the lack of anything else to do. Was that the recipe for a hardcore metal song? I didn't think so. Although Colin, on the other hand, disagreed. I personally think differently. I feel that this right now is the perfect time to do it. Because what else is there to do? You can clear your head, start fresh, and maybe take your band into a different direction if you want to. Just create something different. And a virus like this and what's happening in the world, for some bands, it's perfect material just for them to work with. Because a lot of bands do deal with like pandemics, like the coronavirus, or even with like other deadly diseases. And this is like the perfect material for them to use right now. And how was the metal community coping? I asked Colin if there was anything that surprised him. Anything that surprised me? Nothing much. I think what really makes me happy is, uh, but instead of a bunch of bands just like canceling or postponing shows, a lot of them have actually been doing live stream performances. And it's not just metal artists. It's also a bunch of different musical artists have been doing like a bunch of different like live performances or just writing new songs like a rock band from Kingston, The Glorious Sons, if you may have heard of them or not. They've, they've been doing, one of the guitarists have been doing a thing called Quarantine Songs on their YouTube channel. They have like up to seven, eight songs now up there that you can listen to. But what about Colin? Would he spend the next month endlessly interviewing metal bands? I think my plan is still the same as yours. Same plan as mine. I was podcasting and trying to take down other podcasts in hopes of mine being the final show. Was Thrasher's Paradise about to become yet another show I must battle against? It's just to try and find a radio job or just a job in general in the field. Just to try and find and make an impact. I know right now it's very difficult to do that. Ah, radio. Podcasting's older, uncool, out of shape, and out of touch brother. You know, you can't let this ruin your motivation to go out there and try and be the best in the radio industry. Like, you still have to put in the effort, even though we're there's so only so little we can do, especially in this radio industry now, because a lot of them have just basically told everyone you can't come into the physical station, you have to broadcast from home. You still have to have that drive. And I feel if anything, this would be the perfect time for people just to be like, hey, even though this is going on, this kid's been badgering us for a couple of months now with resumes, just trying to get something. Maybe we should consider this. And before you know it, I am being pawned off to Miss Thrasher's Paradise herself. Uh, her name's Paran. Paran, say hi to my buddy Dylan. Hi. Param? Prayer and like you're saying a prayer and an afterwards. A A N or A M? A N N. Prayer and. 
I've always been bad at names, especially names that had to be broken down into multiple words just so that I could pronounce it. Coming from a similar household, I know what it's like to have your girlfriend support you. Each day I get to hear comments like, who are you talking to? I would never date a podcaster again. And why don't you get a job so you're actually bringing in money? Was it the same on their end? Well, I mean, I have a lot of friends who are also kind of metalheads, so I'm not saying I'm not used to it, but he would be the more type that's more into it than I've seen. But Colin isn't alone in his house. I'm just trying to spend as much time as I can with my little brother. Before the theaters went down, I took him to see that movie Onward, that new Disney movie. Yeah, that just really spoke to me on a personal note and just made me realize that you you have to appreciate the sibling that you have and do as much as you can with them. The little time we've got and this something like this, I feel it's the perfect time to really get to know him and try and just be a better big brother. Whenever Onward has been brought up in a convo, I've always felt left out. Instead of talking about my takeaway from the movie, I have to sit there and laugh, nod my head, and go, oh yeah, that's right. Whenever a specific scene is brought up, I was hoping Colin could give me a summary so I too could engage in a conversation about Onward. Maybe I could even pretend that I've seen both the director's cut and the uncut version. Onward is about two brothers who the little brother never met their father. The father passed away at a, before the younger brother was born and at a very young age for the older brother. They happen to be elves in the magical realm where magic is dead, but the younger brother has it in him, the power of magic to do it. And there's a spell that could bring their dad back for one whole day. They get it half done before part of the spell doesn't work anymore and they have to go on a quest to try and find this ingredient they need to make the spell work and throughout this long quest he wrote this list of stuff he wanted to do with his dad and through realization as he starts crossing off the list that he didn't get to do with his dad he realizes that he was he did all this stuff with his older brother so he didn't need his dad in his life he had his older brother there who was his guardian kind of his role model Awesome. Anything that either of you want to say before we get on out of here? I just want to know how you're doing, man, like on a personal, because I know you, I love what you're doing with this, just getting people's like words and what they're doing and trying to figure out how everyone else is doing and how they're coping with it. I want to know how you're doing and how you're coping with it, brother. Oh, thanks, man. Well, I don't know. The, the four days went by and I was like playing video games all day and just watching TV and I was like, this is awesome. And then I got... And then I got kind of bored, and I was like, uh, I should do something. And, of course, the same guy who would then break down what emotional response I should have during Onward, he is now asking how I am doing. As I drone on about the tough life of a podcaster, and the trivial pursuit that comes with constantly needing to be hydrated, we both feel this conversation coming to a close. Metalheads, hip-hop heads, and those people that listen to country, the music community is moving online. From online lessons, virtual concerts, to rapidly writing new music, artists are staying home and putting their creative energy into the internet. The world has now hit 340,408 cases globally, with a death toll of 14,573. Canada has Canada has hit 1400 
Canada has hit 1,426 cases and 20 deaths. Be safe, keep social distancing, we will get through this. And as Cullen would say, no karate in the pit. Take care, stay home, and stay healthy.